genre. Patreon supporters and welcome to a, a what we're calling a dually genre tonight special edition. Uh, it's not really a special edition because it's just coming out the day that you get dueling genre tonight normally. But we're not going to be talking about anything except for one thing, and that is the DC Fandom uh, 2021. Nick and I did this last year where it was just Nick and I talking about what we had watched at, at, at DC Fandom. Uh, but now we have two experts in the field. Here. Oh, don't call us experts. What are you doing? <laughs> Joining us. Uh, we have, of course, from Doom Patrol Radio right here on Dueling Genre. We have Mark Meadows and Nathan Parnes. Welcome, guys. Howdy. Hello. Thank hello. You. <laughs> so um, first thing that I want to talk about is the evolution of DC Fandom from last year to this year. Mm. And I really appreciate that they realized that making it so you could only watch it on dcfandom.com and the weird like virtual convention center of like clicking on different things at different times i'm i'm so happy that they abandoned that this year because i i very much appreciated just watching a live stream on youtube for 4 hours yeah. that was way better yeah it was uh, they had a really ambitious start last year uh, and this one, it was just kind of like it. It still very has like ambitious moments. At least the, the whole four hour event was ambitious in totality. But uh, at least they put it on YouTube. So it's easier to watch. Um, I almost expected it to be on HBO Max and it wasn't. And that to me surprised me because I went to HBO Max first thinking, oh, they'll just put it on HBO Max and I could watch it live there. But you couldn't. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but it, yeah, still yeah. Pretty it was also pretty cool else. that it was like actual like people that you would recognize from the television show and the characters that you know, rather than just like the DC all access people or random correspondents that would show up. That was like the biggest thing I think from last year was like one, who is this person? Oh, you know, this year I guess is like a big get that you get, you know, John Cena, I guess, you know, the things like that where it's like, Oh, this is cool where it's the big, big name people that you're familiar with. I don't know. We yeah. still had the uh, the international team of wacky yeah, super they, hosts. They still showed <laughs> up. Sure did. Um, <laughs> along with John Cena, <laughs> right? And the, thing, the thing about the host thing, I just don't understand why movie studios think that that's what anyone wants. Like, who 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 do they think is watching this and being like, oh, yeah. they got her to host. Wow, great. Oh, man, I wasn't on board before, but I definitely am now. Like, who gives a shit? Like, just show well, me the things. So so my question <laughs> is, because you know how, like, you know, you watch a live stream for, like, Nintendo or Comic-Con, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, this is a streamer or a YouTuber or a Twitch person yeah. that yeah. I just don't know about. Are, are Is that who these people were, or are these just people that, like, they cast out of... I Central thought they were people that worked with. 
the outlet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, okay. I honestly, I did. know the, I know the main, the main host, the like, yeah. the American host who mm-hmm. who hosted the most. She was from that D yeah, 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 Daily yeah. Show. God, yeah, she was it. one of the hosts of that. So yes, they just got her out of central <laughs> casting. Yeah. Um, and I assume that. I'm I'm assume I don't know for sure, but I would like to think that all of the other international people oh, are, right. are maybe the hosts of DC daily in those in other com- countries, mm-hmm. in their home countries. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Um but it was weird and and mostly cringy, I would say. Um <laughs> it reminded me of like G four back in the day where yeah. it was just like super condescending and like i talked about this last year but like it wasn't quite as bad as last year but it was still pretty rough and it's just like just go from panel to panel we don't need a host telling us about what's coming up next and things like that i it's just like running me alive when i worked at gamestop and i would watch that loop of like the gamestop tv over and over and over again (laughs) yeah Yeah. they even had jeff Keeley on at one point during that that was a throwback for sure yeah Yeah. they were going to talk about injustice and like the whole ip they had to bring in the gamer himself jeff Keeley. yeah and um i think to me the 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 cringiest one and i don't know maybe some people will like him but flula borg I was you just got like, cringe from flula get going. out of here we're not friends anymore i'm kidding i did because this it's is like, exactly what i thought would happen as i was watching him i'm like he's this is the exactly the kind of funny where you're I've either on board, board or yeah you're oh yeah yes <laughs> And yeah. I know Nate would 100%. be on board. I know people love Flula Borg. And I'm, I do like Flula Borg, like, but it was too much and it, it kept going <laughs> on. And then this is the other weird thing about DC fandom is I can't tell when it's for children and when it's not. Only when it did Injustice where they were like, hey, this might not be for children. But then you have Here. Flula Borg talking about Javelin's Rod and then Peacemaker show, shows up and you're like, when when do they tell That's kids true. Hey, they don't didn't watch have a warning they started this. dropping the You're... f-bomb at the peacemaker thing in the beginning and i was like oh did they say this was all like all i guess i put my date of yeah. birth in the website but you know here's the thing mark and this is this is i think uh, the general problem the reason that you can't tell the difference of like when it's for kids and when it's for not is because it is so monumentally condescending to dc fans it like treats us all like children but then it's also like but you like it when they say fucking rod every once in a while right guys <laughs> like that's what it felt like and it's like just the most condescending shit and that's why it reminds me so much of like old school g4 where they're just like you <laughs> fucking nerds like that's what it feels that's like what Fluid you know? felt like and i was like yeah i like this he's like in he he gets it he understands it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's a it's definitely a mixed bag of tone for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. So okay. So let's talk about the content of this thing, and I wanna I wanna sort of like go down the line in terms of like not as it was happening because it was like it really they really did a good job of like mixing up TV and film and other media. Yes. Um. So I wanna I wanna start with uh t- just sort of like talking about some of the other media stuff because I feel like it's kind of the stuff that will have the least to say about i imagine um maybe maybe we'll have less to say about the 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 dcw stuff but um i want to talk about uh let's talk about superman kill or or, or, sorry suicide squad kills the justice league superman kills the justice league is called injustice (laughs) um (laughs) yes but uh i want to talk about this because this is rocksteady's new game 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it is scheduled to come out until fall 2023, which means probably spring 2024, if we're being honest with ourselves. Um, what did we think about this this sort of like initial trailer, non-cinematic trailer, um, actual game engine trailer for this? I kept thinking in my head, my mantra was like, it doesn't have to be funny. It just has to be good. Yeah, <laughs> true. The the humor wasn't really working for me, but like the game stuff looked like it had potential to be really fun. Yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. like a really good game, like as far as the design of the game, what it looks like. I'm still waiting to see what the actual gameplay looks like. And that's yeah. when I will kind of be on board, because at least with Arkham Knights, you know what you're getting into. If you have played the Arkham games, it's just a four player co-op. So it's easy to imagine what you will be playing. Like they even showed gameplay last year for Gotham Knights. They showed a whole boss battle and a level. Um, So you got to see what that game looks like. They showed game engine footage of Suicide Squad today, but they didn't show what the gameplay actually looks like, what you'll be doing. And so um, I I think we're too far out for that. Yeah. And I don't know if it will be an Arkham style game. I think it might be something totally different, but I don't know if it's going to be more like left for dead or now it's back for blood or if it's going to be something more like gears of war and it's going to be more cover based they're over the shoulders style gameplay i just don't know what it's going to be but as far as the tone of the game and the way it looks and this and the way that the justice league is presented i'm on board yeah. absolutely yeah. i want to play as boomerang yeah, I want to play as Harley Quinn. So, yeah. I, have they confirmed that it's going to be like you can switch back and forth between any Suicide Squad member? No, they haven't confirmed anything. I'm okay. wondering if it'll be level specific or like mission mm. specific, where it's mm. like, hey, you go and do this, you go do this, you go do that, and then you play four levels, and in each of those levels, you're playing as a different character, and then like come back together again or something like that. That's that's kind of what I'm imagining is like more like less branching and more just like you're going to play each character story over the course of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Considering how I I assume this is a very story centric game because both trailers have been very cinematic and not very like gameplay focused. So like that kind of makes sense that there are like chapters of the story where you're going to be boomerang and King shark. And yeah, that's what I like to imagine. Um, I do think it's funny that this is what happened. This is the culmination of those early rock, rock steady, uh, rumors about a Superman game where Brainiac has taken over Metropolis and, and that's, they were like, that's how they trap you in Metropolis. And like, they like lessen Superman's powers by like having him trapped inside Metropolis during a Brainiac attack. And, and it's, it's just so funny that they were right. But it mm. wasn't a Superman game. <laughs> I just think that that's so funny that this was the evolution of that. <sighs> well, um, thanks for opening that <laughs> wound again and not getting a Superman game. Uh, yeah. Scott, what did you think of the uh, the the introduction of the Flash in this universe? Um, interesting. It looks a lot like Ezra Miller's Flash um, in terms mm. of like the suit and everything, uh, with the like the like, sort of like chunky like like metal plating almost kind of suit. Um, it reminded me of a coke addict. Of, I'm going to tell you. Uh, I'll be honest with you. What was up with that? Like, uh, like a Johnny, a Quick, Johnny Flash, Quick, right? That's I don't know. That I'm I'm into it. Yeah. But you know, he is speed, right? Oh, interesting. He yeah. yeah he he looked, looked, it it looked like 
Brainiac is like infecting the Justice League, okay. I think is what was going on. I think that's what those vein, veiny things are. Mm-hmm. Oh, because um, Superman had that too coming out of yeah. his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and John Stewart is in this as well. Yeah, which I was pumped for. That's good. I always love when they make the right choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it comes to Green Lanterns, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was, I didn't expect to see the rest of the Justice League, which is odd because that's the name of the title. Um, but I was expecting more Superman um, and to see Wonder Woman, Flash and Green Lantern. Uh, that was like, oh, OK, so these will probably be the boss battles yeah. and you'll fight your way up to the big boss himself, which is El oh, Superman. Uh, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Yeah. It's a very clean format for a game, I got to admit. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I think. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Batman in this because a will Batman be voiced by Kevin Conroy and B will he be infected by this brainiac virus or will he be like the one justice league member who like, is he going to be the one to come in like right before the last mission and he's not infected and is like, here's how you're going to beat Superman. I've been planning my or, whole life. Like, for this. <laughs> is it, that's what I, my question was, see, I don't even know what the timeline is, but is Batman supposed to be absent? And that's like, is this supposed to be existing at the same time? Arkham Knights is existing. That's like, is he even know. there? I don't, I don't I, know. Eh, eh. I'm not sure. Yeah. But speaking of Batman being missing, Gotham Knights also premiered a new trailer, very court of owls centric trailer and uh this game looks like a ton of fun and it looks really really good and seems to be a direct sequel to the arkham games even though they're not saying that it seems like it is because batman's dead and etc so i don't know it feels like it's a sequel to that and it's montreal um rocksteady montreal right or used to be rocksteady montreal now they're warner brothers montreal I yeah think. wb montreal yeah yeah but it's the same team that did arkham origins which is a game i think is um very underrated yes uh, personally but yeah uh, it looks like um this that's what i got out of the arkham games in general was like not only do you get to play as batman in those games but you could play as batgirl you could play as nightwing robin harley quinn joker all these other characters that you get to play with that those games created and so for them to be like, OK, now we're just going to make an Arkham Knights game where you guys could play as those characters together. I'm totally on board. I'm totally on board to um, have like these RPG elements for the different sons of Batman where you can mix and match your abilities and, and work together and synergize combat. And I'm totally into games like that. So for that to be a Batman game that exists, um, it looks like a game that if done correctly, people will be playing it for a very long time. They won't just kind of beat the game and be done with it like the other Arkham games. Um this one looks like I don't know if it's gonna have like an online component. Um what is that term called where it's like uh, a constant wheel of content comes out for it. But it does look like a ton of fun to play with people and to kind of mix and match what the characters do. So gameplay wise I'm so on board with it. Yeah. Um so I, I have a question because I'm I'm unfamiliar with Court of Owls as far as the comics, like I haven't, I haven't read that arc. Um, is a majority are a majority of the members of the Court of Owls affluent? Yes, I'm really in love with the idea in this game that some of them are just like the brute class of Court of Owls, like the big ones, mm-hmm. the big bulky ones, because it's like that's still a millionaire. 
Oh, well, yeah. So, so, so there are, the, there's the court of owls, which is like the people in the fancy suits and dresses wearing the, and the owl talons. Okay. okay. And, and then the, they, yeah. then there's the, the talons. talons and the talons are the, ta- the talons are not necessarily affluent people. Although I think some okay. of them are, um, but, but not, mm. not all of them. Some of them are just people they've used in the past or, uh, killed just to get rid of, to keep themselves in power things okay. like that yeah okay so that isn't necessarily like the ceo of like wayne breakfast cereal <laughs> well i mean it could be if the if if the ceo of of wayne breakfast cereal had gotten in the way of the court of owls in one way or another okay um, they, they might have had him killed and resurrected mm. as a as a talent because oh, all so the, the talents the talents are like kind of zombies okay got it. yeah they're not like the foot uh, clan no no, uh, I mean it's kind of the talons. Well, because like, because I think I assume the Foot Clan like take off their clothes at the end of the day. Okay, yeah, the talons don't do that. Talons, yeah. the Foot Clan, yes, yeah. I, I think about yeah. that all the time. Like, <laughs> talons are like kind of like um, monster esque. Some of them are even probably okay. like you know created in a mad scientist. Uh, what's the guy's name? The bat, the bat, uh, man bat. Oh, Langstrom Hugo, kind oh, of thing. Bat, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever you know yeah. gotham's yeah. weird i do remember a lot of the talent being in like those containers kind of like uh at the end yeah. of winter soldier or mm-hmm. i'm sorry at the end of civil um civil war captain america civil war where like the rest of the winter soldiers were like in those tubes mm-hmm. like waiting yeah. to be opened up yeah the there's talons some talents like that. that are like that that have been a yeah. talents for like it was really years. cool to yeah. see you uh technically <laughs> dick grayson as it was one. really cool to see um like scott snyder and greg capullo like have a spotlight there that was excellent i it's yes. really exciting yeah. to just see like their name show up just as easily as jim lee's you know it's just really cool yeah, yeah. it's cool that it's cool they gave them a spotlight and credit. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If it, like if anyone isn't familiar oh, with that story, that like when the new Fifty Two launched, that was like their best foot forward that they yeah. could have done. Like first step for the for the new Fifty Two. That now that I think about it, when they were doing that whole thing of of flashing back to Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo doing it, it's like wow, I can't believe that was the story mm. that they started off with because that was yeah. one of those like page turners like i couldn't yeah. put this book down like volume one and two court of vowels like it gets trippy it gets crazy yeah. conspiracy batman is uh it's probably one of the best batman stories i've ever read and you wouldn't think like a new story would be that good right off the bat but yeah, i uh, so i really recommend yeah. the court of vowels book a lot absolutely it's interesting to me that they it it from the outside the court of vowels seems like such a rich storytelling device that it's interesting that they're using it not to sound disrespectful but like on a video game as opposed to like with all the batman film projects going on i guess they're not worried anymore about like not not like using stuff and like you know the suicide squad has like three i get what you're saying like you would you would you like to see it as a movie the court of vows and stuff i I would that'd be awesome especially like that whole upside down gotham part that would be insane but it feels to me like, and I mean, this is jumping all the way at the end to the end, <laughs> but like, it feels to me from everything we saw in the Batman trailer, again, we'll talk more about it later. Right. Right, it right, right. feels to me like the Court of Owls is the obvious really next movie yeah. for that franchise. It would fit yeah. perfectly in that world specifically. Mm-hmm. With the themes that Matt Reeves seems to be introducing in this movie about like legacy yeah. and yeah. whatnot. Absolutely. History. 100%. Yeah. So 
Uh, more on that later. Um, I think that's that's it for like extracurricular media stuff. Uh, I guess we can get into TV. Um, you don't want to with, talk about Batman Unbound starring Winston Duke? I mean, we didn't get anything of it. He didn't even do a Batman voice when he said, I am Batman. He was just like, I am Batman. And Where? I'm like, I don't think that's what you're going to sound like, Winston Duke. <laughs> very interesting. He's one of those actors like Anya Taylor-Joy where his accent is so interesting because it's like every accent at once. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. Um, anyway. Yeah, I'm very excited to hear that when it premieres on yeah. Spotify, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, they can't like show you anything really. So that was just, it, it was just interesting. Um, I'm, ho- okay, I'm so hoping it's on... on the same level as the Sandman audiobook because that was a, yeah. a really great job by them. I really hope so too. Um, so moving on to TV, I, I, we got to talk about the biggest news out of DC fandom, right? Yes. Um, and that is, of course, Pennyworth season three. Which, I knew it. <laughs> I thought you we were going to say it. No. So, so yeah, the thing about Pennyworth is, so, so Nick and I watched all the free episodes of Pennyworth that were available <laughs> before you had to subscribe to, uh, what, what is the? Epics. Epics, yeah. Before That's you had to subscribe to Epics. It was like the first four episodes or something. And like, as someone who watched every single episode of Gotham and, and proudly called it like, my guilty pre- pleasure, like this is trash, but I can't stop watching it kind of show because it's so insane. What I love about Pennyworth is that it's way better than Gotham ever was quality wise, but it's just as insane. And I kind of adore it. And so I'm really excited for it to come to HBO Max so I can finish watching it because yes. it just it's, it looks insane. And I'm excited that they're not drop. I think they knew that they made a mistake putting that show on Epics because who watches that? And uh, I like that they're they're giving it a shot to like correct itself and find an audience. I was stunned to learn during the panel thing today that the actor playing out Pennyworth actually sounds like that. Yeah, <laughs> this whole time we thought he was doing a Michael Caine impression, but no, that's just what he sounds like. <laughs> so, God, it's yeah, incredible. he walked into the he walked into the audition like, "Hello, lads, I'm here to play Pennyworth." And they're like, "Oh, done, Sign cool. him up. Yeah, yeah. we're done here." We- <laughs> <laughs> Just go yeah. to wardrobe right there and get ready. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm so glad it's finally coming to HBO Max. I've heard good things about the show, but obviously I couldn't even remember yeah. what channel it was on. But I remember it being one of those uh, streaming complications where it's like, I don't. I, first of all, I'm not paying for that and I don't even know what that is. So I yeah. guess I'm never watching the show and seeing it like on the DC fandom today. The time period looks great. I love the set design. I love the idea of seeing Alfred Pennyworth interact with Thomas Wayne. I want to see what that looks like. So that's a, I think that was the show I took out of this entire convention of being like that exists right now and I can go watch it. So I want Is it to go supposed watch to it be. Now. Yeah. I don't, I haven't watched it. You four episodes in that's way more than ever. I even conceived of, is it supposed to be a, a prequel to the, the Alfred Pennyworth from the Gotham show? No, we, we, uh, yeah, no, it's weird. It's like exactly the same Uh creative team, right? but like it, like the, the math just doesn't check out at all. No. And very quickly you're like, I guess you, I guess they're just doing their own thing. No. Yeah. Cause the Alfred in, in Gotham is like a real, he was the military rugged. Yeah. He was like real rugged and like, and this guy is sort of like, he's sort of split down the middle of like that guy meets Michael Caine. So 
He's got a. He's a bit like, more slick. I was he's a bit more yeah. loop in the third. A we're little bit more like bondage. Page. We are on oh, that. We're, yeah, we're on Man, that. that was <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, but it, it is set in the 60s. I'm in about London, that. And we need more 1960s yeah, it's, it's era just, of, of stuff that like happened now. And I really just wanted to yeah. be fantastic for, but neither here nor there. I I really hope so one day. Yeah, it's, um, it's, long yes, universe yes. though. <laughs> but uh, but in addition to this, the prophecy foretold in Teen Titans Go to the Movies continues to come true as we got a Pennyworth show and now mm. we're getting a Batmobile show in the form of yes. Batwheels. And I when they premiered when they premiered that that I don't know it was like concept art mostly. But like one, it looks very cute, which is, you know, it's I'd a pre- it. preschool show, you know, yeah. like it's, it looks very cute, but it just made me laugh because I was like, you guys really made a, an Alfred show and a Batmobile show. <laughs> when is the utility belt show coming? And also there's still not a Robin show. Wow. Yeah. So, the joke still works. Yeah. The joke still works. Um, it works even better than it ever did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It appears the Batmobile has a little face that can smile and blink. Yeah. Um, did you do you know who who's playing Batman in the series? Ethan Hawke, right? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I'm sure Batman is in it so little that Ethan Hawke came into a studio and recorded all of his lines in like an hour for the Uh-oh. whole season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Um, very, uh, just very silly uh, culmination of a, a Teen Titans go to the movies joke. Um, <laughs> continues to be one of the best movies. It does. So, yeah. Oh, God. So good. <laughs> you guys should uh, get movies by minutes. I saw that movie in theaters like opening night. Me and too. the whole audience was in uproar with laughter over yeah. how ridiculous that that movie was. And being a fan of the show, I went into it like expecting like, oh, I know Teen Titans Go is funny and so many more people need to give the show a shot. But that movie was just even funnier. Like, it was, oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Having Robin shove Batman's parents back into the alley is one of cinema's greatest moments. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, uh, so next up, let's let's talk about um, some of these. Well, number one, your your show, uh, Doom Patrol Radio. Per, like, we got proof that you're coming back for a season four. So season so that's four, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It was it was great to see Matt Bomber and like also talk about like all the mm-hmm. voices he's done for DC and then including negative man. And then to roll into uh season four, they did a promo where they showed a little bit extra of what's co- to come in season three. And Nate and I have been talking about the brotherhood of evil and the sisterhood of Dada that's in doom patrol. And I have no idea what to expect, but seeing more of brain yeah. and Monsieur Mala has me so hyped. It makes me smile every time every you time see Mala. It. It's just, oh. it's, oh man, so excited for what's rest to come. I can't wait oh, to get caught so up good. on that it's show. It's so fun. Um, it's so wait. funny. Just, yeah. Just Brain and Monster Mala, it, it, whether it's in the show or any other Doom Patrol media or the comic books, even when they show up, I don't, it's, it's, they, they're the butt of a joke every time. And it's so funny to see them every time. Yeah. It's great. Um, I there there were a few things in this um because we got like a tour of the house in Superman and Lois. That was a weird moment. I don't know I why they thought cute. 
they would do that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but like, it, I was also just sort of like, does anyone watching this really Still care time, about I this? Guess. Like, I don't. Yeah, but like, it's already <laughs> four hours. What do you? What time do you need to fill? It, I, I, I enjoyed this kind of filler a lot more than like. Remember last year where they made Will Arnett like do improv by himself for like three oh, minutes? Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I can't believe you man. remember that. Wow. Oh man, I shook that. And like it's back bad. now. Yikes! Uh, I remember yeah. last year there was a lot of filler between Patty Jenkins, the whole Wonder Woman cast of 1984. They had so many blocks. Yeah, and it was right. like okay, okay, yeah. Um, as someone who's never watched uh, uh, Superman and Lois, it was fascinating to to watch. Just like good out of show. context, sure. It's a good I've heard show. good things. I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got, uh, we got that. They talked a little bit about what's coming on for, uh, Batwoman legends of tomorrow continues to be the most tenuous DC show. That supercut was insane. That's yeah. a good show. That's a no, good show. I, I enjoy the show, but it, but it being calling it a DC show is like very tenuous. I mean, it technically has characters from DC, but none of them act like they do in the comics. Mm-mm. And it's it's just it's like a it's an yeah. hour long sitcom. It's just basically, like cool dress week. up hour or something like. Yeah. Yeah. Very silly. Yeah. With the puppets and the. The fact that they're the, getting the to 100 episode. episodes. It's like <laughs> it is DC's. I, I feel like it's DC's Doctor Who show. Like Who's They can do whatever money they want. To that. They yeah. Just, they can get. I'm just shocked that it gets renewed every season. Like every season, I'm like, wow, really? You renewed it again? Wow. Yeah. Apparently the the numbers for those CW shows is is why they keep renewing it. Like people on the internet, you always see DC fans, the angry ones are always like, oh, talking trash about the Flash show and whatever bonkers thing they do on it. But the numbers don't lie. There's a reason they keep renewing it and, 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 you know. Running on fumes on basically anything that they can do, yeah. and it's because so many people watch those shows. They watch so CW, I, which is like probably. And is it that many people that have cable yeah. that are like going and changing the channel? Do you think it's just like when they turn their TV on the first? It's just the first channel that pops up, and they walk out of the room. <laughs> if I well, had no, to... because that wouldn't no. count toward ratings. They have to actively yeah. watch it. And then there's yeah. the uh, Legends of Tomorrow is also on Netflix, right? Yeah. It could also be like showing really strong numbers on Netflix. That's very true. That's very true. That's how I watch all of these CW shows now because I can't keep up with them. There's too many. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wait for them to hit Netflix and then I binge it. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of The Flash. Right. Big those golden boots. Those golden cool. boots, baby. Those like boots. I was. I was shocked at how quickly I was like, wow, that's the most iconic costume in the yep. DCU. Like just instantly. It was yep. like, you, you do the gold boots and it's like, holy shit, it's the flash. Wow. Grant, Look Grant, at Gustin, Grant Gustin said, you let me be free. You let me go. Or you gave me the little gold boots. He yeah. seemed checked out, didn't right. he? They, <laughs> he just seemed very tired. Yeah. He seemed sick. I, I thought he was sick. I was like, he sounded like his voice and his like, I don't know. His sinuses. Something about him seemed like I think he's sick and he's having to to have a conversation. Is yeah. what he sounded like. That or he just looked like he was getting older and it was like, is he getting older? Him. Like, I don't know. What's going on. Well, it only could only improve his performance as the Flash. To be honest, yeah. The gold. Um, I, 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 I <laughs> love because because like he always he acts like on the show he acts like he's the oldest person 
in every room that he's ever he's ever in. But well, like, he's yeah. everyone's dad now, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. He is he's everyone's a kid. <laughs> so like, it, you know, I, I'm I'm all for him starting to look and feel a little older. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, those gold boots, that new costume just looks, oh my God, stunning. Um, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm pumped to see it in action, uh, when yeah. I catch up with the flash, but, uh, one of the, uh, CW surprises that I really liked was seeing that 20 year anniversary for Smallville. I thought yeah. that was very genuine. I thought that was, um, just, just to see Tom Welling and, and everyone the the whole, even just the hot, the sizzle reel of, of the show again, it was like. Wow, it's really been twenty years. Yeah, they so were good. they were doing their damnedest to tiptoe around <laughs> Allison yeah. Mack, though. Yes, <laughs> that was they. They were like, okay, we'll give her one shot and quickly move on. But like, yes. we don't want to. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> yeah, remember her anyway. Anyway, moving on. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Uh, Scott, you've been a you were a Smallville fan from way back. Did you did that provide any nostalgia? It definitely did, but and and I think they're right. You know, they were sort of the um, uh, the blade of television in terms sure. of like they came in very early on, and because of them, because they walked through the door, everything else that like where like DC superhero shows and Marvel shows are just everywhere. It all came out of the fact that Smallville mm-hmm. was so successful, and I mm-hmm. think they're they're exactly right. And, I mean, you uh, look at Smallville and now Doom Patrol, right? Like that's like that, that's such the a... gamut right there yeah mm-hmm. for sure there's yeah. a um, Doom tv show no way yeah and it's good honestly and it's good and it's weird it's as weird as the comic there was a uh a, a panel or a, a, a guest thing for the final season of supergirl coming up yeah oh, that was that yeah. was nice to watch i got i honestly got more out of that than i did uh the smallville thing um and I think it's just because, like, well, one, I haven't watched that show in, a, in, in like, a couple seasons. I, like, mm. I fell off, and I don't know. They started doing <laughs> weird stuff, and I wasn't into it as much. There's a green um, man on it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's been on it for a while. We all we made fun of him during the Christ on Infinite Earth party. That That's was right. actually the last thing I watched in the DCW. Oh, wow. Like, I, I watched that, and then I was just, like, didn't feel like revisit. I tried, like, the first episode of everything when it came back, and I was just, like, I just don't have time for this anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk away and start binging it. Uh, later. That was the question. Like my partner came out, like there was about one hour left of, of DC fandom today. And she walks out and she's like, you're still watching this. Like, how do you keep up with all of it? And I was like, I, I don't know how no. I would keep up with any of this. It, yeah. The whole list I have, like I wrote down every time they mentioned a new thing, whether it was comics, movies, TV, I was writing it all down. I'd be like, I don't know how I'd, I'd catch up with any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Naomi clip they played was a what weird choice. What the hell was that? I don't know. I what don't is, know. Because they, they they did such a great job because, you know, they had Candace Patton talking to like the young star and it was this really cool, like cross-generational, not that they're that far apart in like the shows when they started, but you know, and yeah. like, here's this new character. They talk about the origin of the character. She's a new part of the universe. And then the clip is her hearing about Superman go riding on her skateboard and then getting a headache and passing out. And then seeing a blurry <laughs> Superman fly away in the sky. And then Naomi, like, Naomi fall 2022. <laughs> it's like, who's excited to watch this based <laughs> on this clip? <laughs> what even is this show? 
<laughs> do I choice? Do any of you know more about the character of Naomi no, than the fandom? That was I got us? that was a bathroom time for me, so I <laughs> Okay. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. No, I I didn't I don't know. Is I, she a hacker? She seemed to be around a lot of like screens and stuff. Fingers crossed for hackers is. though. I I I watched yeah. the first few episodes or few, first few. I read the first few mm. issues, but quickly dropped off because like, I don't know. Bendis, when he's right. like creating a character, a lot of times he has a very bad habit of like just taking his time to like get to the point when I'm just mm. like, buddy, like you can't wait six, six months into this comic series to tell me what the point of the comic series is. Um, so I, I bailed after, after a couple of issues, but um. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, what people think about the show. But, like, I don't know what the plot of it is. I don't I don't get it. I don't and know. That, and I, yeah. That's one of two projects now under Ava DuVernay, which yeah, is she's Naomi doing DMZ. and, and yeah. DMZ. I, that was, I felt that way about that show where I was like, I did not, I don't know what DMZ is. I'm going to be honest. And when I saw it, I was like, yeah. this looks like something else. Uh, yeah. A different IP. Yeah. It was a Vertigo comic series. Um, it's around now, like the Ex Machina, Why okay, the Last Man okay. era. Yeah, and now that Vertigo mm. is DC mm-hmm. Black Label, <laughs> that's why they're able to show it at DC Fandom because it is technically DC now. Um, like I Sandman. Yeah, yeah, like Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. Both, like all, all of those. At least Sandman has had made appearance in the DC universe, but like DMZ is not part of the DC universe, and so I think it was silly to show that and Sweet Tooth both during this. I was like, "What are you guys?" I mean, it's cute that you like think that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that little care about this stuff, but like that little know. Sweet Tooth kid was selling the damn donuts. Oh that, man, in that clip. Uh, I've been wanting to watch it. The Sweet Tooth. I saw that. I saw the season one trailer uh, months ago, and I was like, "Oh, that looks cute. I would. I'd watch that." But mm. I watched I the first a... two episodes, I think, and I really, really liked it. And then just got distracted by other things, and I need to go back to it. Honestly, once I found out it was a show and not a movie, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can do that." <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see. Okay, so in the animated sphere, they dropped the first two episodes of uh, Young Justice season Excited. four. Which was a that was a surprise. Oh uh, yeah! So that was pretty cool. Excited to dig into that. Um, the trailer yeah. sucked, uh, but uh, you know, it was, I, a, yeah. it was a poorly edited trailer. Which I, is very which, bad. I don't. I know. hadn't heard. Uh, I hadn't heard that voiceover guy in a while. Yeah, that was weird. I don't. That was. It was so old fashioned. I don't know. Um, really didn't like that trailer. But I am excited for the show. I was just saying the show always is a hit. It really is. So like that trailer is yeah. like no justice yeah. to it at all. Young justice do yeah. it all. No, Ew. no, no young justice <laughs> at all. Um, so, so you, you were all fans of the, cause they had like a new season mm-hmm. that dropped on DC. Yeah. We watched it. DC universe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, still signed up. For we're it. big Young Justice fans. Young Justice I think is it's really, great. really good. And it's like all the, uh, the mm-hmm. sadness is what I think is so good about it. Is <laughs> it like the real issues that they're going yeah. through? Stuff that it's not like, I don't know, whatever, anyway. Young Justice is great. I'm so excited that yeah. it's now I can go after this. I'm going to put it on. Yeah. I think it really is like the best representation of like, a YA show about YAs, like young adults, like this is young justice. And it really does feel like it's for that audience that they are. And especially with young justice season three, 
they really were like growing up there, like in high school and some of them were going through things. And uh, then it got really cosmic and it was a lot of fun. There was a weird Doom Patrol episode, which was also a Teen Titans Go crossover episode where Beast yeah. Boy was like in his own mm-hmm. other universe and they had the other voice act. It was really crazy. It's, I love it's a lot that. of fun. I love that they got the voice of Beast Boy from like, like OG Teen Titans and then Teen Titans Go. And now he's playing him again in uh in young justice and it's just like he's playing three distinctive different characters but it's all voiced by the same guy and i'm just like wow that guy is really talented to be able to find three completely different takes on the same character yeah mm-hmm. yeah greg cripes or stripes greg, yeah greg cripes i think um but uh yeah so excited about that Excited, very excited about Harley Quinn season three, even though yes. I, I love the joke of them just being like, guys, animated shows take a long time. I, you know, th- this is what we have to show you. It and sucks. It, I'm sorry. But it's her. But like, <laughs> right. I, I felt like it. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was cool that they even shared what was very clearly just like mm-hmm. animatics. Mm-hmm. And and but even then was like, I feel lucky that we even got. This. It was a really cool yeah. way to present it, honestly. Yeah. And it really just shows you that animation does take time uh and, and i feel like mark you and i were just talking about um a new season of harley quinn and like having the question like dang we we really I hope we get to see like more I, about it and stuff and even just that little bit uh is just really cool i don't know get to see it in its raw form a little bit little peek behind the curtain inside yeah. baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always thought it was please. weird when they first announced that show that I was like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea or whatever. And then the show came out and it was like, this show couldn't be better. This show is one of the best adult animation shows I've ever seen. Like the humor is great. Um, there's nothing too um, like triggering about the humor. I think it's I think it's a great show, even as vulgar as it is. It's kind of wholesome. And yeah, there's a lot to love about that show. And I'm excited that there was a season that there's a season three, but I also felt like if they ended it with season two, I was like, that's a perfect ending for that show. It's true. It's true. It's why I'm not chomping at the bit for new episodes because like, I'm going to watch it and I'm looking forward to them, but I'm not like, where is the next episode? Because I'm just like, it had a really nice satisfying ending. And so now mm-hmm. the, the new season is going to feel like a mm. sequel to that show in yeah. a way. Um, and so it, it's just very satisfying in that way. Yeah. Um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking like watching when I was because, yeah, there were a lot of fun jokes about how long it's taking and how animation takes a long time. And, you know, online, I feel like we've been talking more and more about the labor that goes into the content that we enjoy. Yes. And and I was like, oh, I'm kind of I would rather hear that they're taking their time with it and it's taking long than like we're rushing around the clock to get this to you as soon as humanly possible. Yes. Yeah. Video game industry. Right. <laughs> Read the room. For yeah. Sure. No, completely. Um, so uh, I think that leaves in the animation space Batman Cape Crusader, uh, which we really saw nothing of beyond the the short that they released mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. That is like sort of the basis for what the new the new animated series is going to be. Um, I'm pumped for this. I, <laughs> Are you? I just. I, I, I mean, you know, I can't wait to see what this, uh, ends up being. And uh, I love all of the creators involved and, um, I don't know. I'm excited for them to start announcing yeah. voice. Casts I mean, I'm stuff. all for more like Batman noir type stuff, especially like in the early years and whatnot, and make it like that whole gritty 
detective style. I like that. One of my favorite things about Batman was that he is the world's greatest detective, you know, and um, seeing it in the raw form. And I feel like you can only do that in the early years of Batman because otherwise you just get into like wacky costume characters running around a big city. But it's like when you just like simplify the character and just put a simple problem, you know, whatever, a complex riddle in front of him and just tell him like, figure this out or a bomb's going to go off. And I don't know. It's just really cool to see that. I'm excited. Um, uh, The second thought about that, (laughs) doesn't it seem like J.J. Abrams is just like going around and like picking up your toys? Oh, wait, no, we're on another part of that. I'm sorry. It's the same thing. You know, it. It's like I'm. I'm. I'm such a fan of his. I've been such a fan of his since yeah. I was like a teenager. But it is. It is like I am kind of ready to see what original content. That's what I'm saying. It's he like he's just going around him. picking up your stuff and being like, "Hey, this is a really cool action figure. Like, I'm gonna go and like play with it on my own now." And it's like, dude, I'm done with that. This I was is- like, I played with that for like ten years ago. You know, I don't know. This mm-hmm. is a very weird comparison to make on the surface, but let me explain. J.J. Abrams and Tim Burton are the same. And oh. it's and it's that they all the only thing that they do, they make an original movie every like 10 to 15 years. <laughs> One. Um, and it's usually heavily influenced by something yeah. that they love as a kid. And and everything else is them doing their spin on an existing property. Right. No, yeah, definitely. Of like J.J. Abrams's Star Trek, J.J. Abrams is Batman, J.J. Abrams is Mission Impossible. Right, right. Tim Burton's <laughs> Dallas in Wonderland. Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton's, Tim Burton's yeah, Charlie and the, the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory. Factory. Yeah, right. And now we got Timothy Chalamet. Hey, that's from right. the Paddington director. It's going to be great. He's got, we'll he's see. got, what's the lyric? He's got eight silver farthings in his pocket <laughs> and a pocket full of dreams. I can't remember it right now. But, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's like so like the concept that Bruce Tim was talking about was that it's like what he would have done back in 1990, that that team without the like the network pushback, right? Like, an even more pure version of this like noir and like uh, mm-hmm. less like having to worry about like stuff being appropriate for kids and stuff, which I guess kind of goes back to our conversation from earlier, which is like, who is the audience for this? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. But it it, it is. You know, it's sort of a thing where it's like, I don't know. I don't have an issue with them making things specifically for like animated stuff specifically for adults. And like in the past, yeah, yeah. it's only been for comedy. Um, But right. like I'm excited at the prospect of like dramatic animated series that are made for adults uh, with yeah. adults in mind. Because like look at what happened with like justice league and justice league unlimited. I mean, like kids watched those shows, but like primarily it was like grown ass men, like you, like all of us watching that show and being fans of that show, but they still had to stick to, uh, a, a making a show that was Y or Y seven appropriate, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, and as, I, a, and as a kid watching Batman, the animated series, that was something that kind of clicked my feelers out was yeah. that show would have like kind of nuanced adult conversations between characters, but still be like a kid show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely very interested in this show. Um, I think I, it's, I think it's going to be really good. I don't like I his am, ears. I'm interested. Sure. I am interested in what 
J.J. Abrams is going to be doing next because I know that he is heavily involved in a lot of DC stuff, especially in the HBO Max space. Um, so I'll be interested to see what he ends up doing. Is he going to direct a movie or is he just going to produce a bunch of stuff? I don't know. Will he ever um, direct a movie again? Will he ever direct a movie again? After the after after everyone's reaction to Rise of Skywalker, I would not blame him if he chose not to. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so so there's that. And then I think I, I guess like the crown jewel of like the TV section of this of this thing is probably the Peacemaker trailer and Peacemaker in general um, in terms of like it was the most fully formed of what was presented in the TV stuff. It was a full trailer. It was sort of like the Batman of the TV stuff. Um, and I was really impressed by the trailer. I think it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited that it's only it's only eight episodes, right? Eight mm -hmm. or six. It's like a yeah. mini series, right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, it just looks like it's going to be a good time. And uh, I'm 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 for having a good time. I'm, I'm you know, and I and I love too in the trailer. Um, the, the thing where like James Gunn is like very like soundtrack heavy in his mind in terms of like what, what he wants a movie to sound like. I think that the soundtrack for the suicide squad was pretty muddy, <laughs> um, in terms of like having a direction of like pick a lane, uh, in terms of like a vibe. I don't, I don't feel like he did a good job of like creating a vibe, but what I loved about this trailer is he was just like. Yeah, no, he listens to 80s anthem rock, like 80s hair metal anthem rock. Like that's that's Peacemaker and that's what this whole show is going to be. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. I like that. So um, I was into I, I was glad that this had a very specific vibe. Um, what did you it guys looks think fun? It? I, I'm all for it. I think um, even when I was watching The Suicide Squad, I was I think after I watched that, I was like, yeah, I'd like to see a continuation of this. Um, I enjoy Steve Agee, that's another, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him more. Uh, Mark and I have had this discussion. Um, I'm more of a Steve Agee fan um, and less of a John Cena fan, I guess, if you want to just have the two things. I'm going to watch that show for Steve Agee, not for John Cena. But the the trailer looked really cool. Um, really want to know more about that vigilante guy and see. I don't know if he's supposed to be uh, uh, funny, the funny guy, or if everybody's supposed to be funny in that show. Um, it looks cool. Uh, I want to see more of, of the music that uh, Peacemaker is doing, like you were saying, Scott. Um, and rather, like when, in the Suicide Squad, I feel like it was like James Gunn's, what he was listening to. And now it's like with Peacemaker, it's like that's what Peacemaker is listening to. You need to get more into the character mm -hmm. of their music and what they're listening to to show, not what James Gunn is listening to. The dude starts out a movie with with the Decemberist playing, and it's like, why? This is a suicide. What you're gonna start with Decemberist? You think like Louisiana? That's just yeah. Decemberist. What does that even mean? I don't know. And in defense of Sucker's Prayer by the Decemberists, it is a song about a person looking back on his decisions and in life with regret and seeing himself as like a low down bastard unworthy of love, which is very much Idris Elba's character's mindset when he's mm -hmm. like cleaning the toilets and he's like, I'm just dying. No, In defense of that I'm, particular. I'm with you. Listen, Colin <laughs> Malloy is one of the best lyricists that exists on this planet right here. I huge fan, but for the Suicide Squad, I was so thrown off of my chair. I was like, whoa, what are you doing? I enjoy this band. Don't put this in a Suicide Squad movie. It Honestly, for Idris Elba, I'm like, <laughs> 
I like I can't imagine Idris Elba just like jamming down to Decembrist. Like it just sitting it in just a coffee shop, so just like just um, sipping a, a chai tea. Yeah, for sure. Mark, what do you think of Peacemaker? <sighs> I feel bad saying it, but I'm going to pass on the show. I'm, really, I'm, I really, I the humor doesn't get to me. Um, and there was humor. A bald eagle hugging Peacemaker. Come on, that's so I, good. I'm Nate said he's watching it for Steve Ag. I'm passing because of Steve Ag. I don't I don't like the character. I don't I don't like I don't like the. I saw w- one of the other promos and it just kind of confirmed that I just the whatever the humor is, whatever the jokes that are landing between them, it's a little too lowbrow for me. And I'm like, I I want to watch it. I want to watch it for like seeing Peacemaker as that kind of. Um, what is the term like jingoist type character where he's like so right in his own mind of how he feels like I kind of like that as a character study and maybe it, it he is a vessel for James Gunn's like I don't know yeah it's more interesting. crude humor or, yeah because or... like uh the Suicide Squad the movie it was kind of like I wouldn't call any of that movie satire but it seemed to at least be a it, it seemed like a movie that had an opinion on American geo like politics. Mm-hmm. and like the yeah, like so it's like how sh- how much into it is the peacemaker going to get is it going to kind of stay more mike judge low bar while trying to say stuff about like american violence and imperialism and stuff like that or is it just going to be like a, an eagle chewing a guy's dick off or something yeah, yeah exactly right. and if it's like that and and then people just being like oh you name your, your you call your eagle eagerly and like and like right okay <laughs> when yeah i don't know it, it's just it's I I feel like I'm going to end up watching it, but I I'm just not excited for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for f- like four or five hours of new James Gunn yeah. directed production. Stuff. I want to see the production mm-hmm. and see how, how good it looks. Really, right? Yeah, and I just love that the show came out of the pandemic of James Gunn just being bored and being like, I'm going to write a Peacemaker show, and then H- pitching it to HBO them green lighting and he'd be like great because i wrote the whole thing it's done here we go <laughs> let's let's start i just yeah. i love that whole the whole th- the whole thing behind it of just like he just passionately had a story to tell about peacemaker and just wrote it on spec and then got the show greenlit mm-hmm. so yeah like i agree with mark there was nothing for me really like laugh out loud with this trailer for me besides eagerly hugging peacemaker <laughs> mm-hmm. but like i have so much goodwill banked for james gunn and mm-hmm. this character that like I'm, i think i'm at least going to check out the first couple episodes yeah yeah um all right so moving on to movies the big ticket items uh i think the first movie that we got to look at if i'm if i'm not mistaken was black Aquaman. Adam. Black Adam. Oh, it's Black Adam, right? Black but speaking Adam. of, for real quick in the television department, I want to highlight how fun that it Aquaman look fun. cartoon looked. Oh yeah, I started watching it before DC Fandom started, and I want to keep watching it. I like it. I like the music. I like the animation. I think people don't like animation of that kind anymore. Like something about when Thundercats got rebooted, it had mm. animation similar to it, and people don't genuinely like that kind of. animation i don't know why that's a thing i don't think i don't think that's true i don't think it is that people genuinely like generally don't like it generally it's that i think it's that adult grown men yeah uh, who want their things to be like badass and cool uh, only badass and cool and not for anyone else but me Mm. uh they don't (laughs) like it 
uh, and they're very loud and obnoxious online. It reminded me of like Flapjack. So, and I yeah. was, I'm into that kind of animation, whatever. Like the old Cartoon Network show. Yeah, yeah I think it looks yeah. fun. Colorful. I don't know. His little, his little song about how he can hear all the fish's thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And his tiny silly. hands. He had very <laughs> tiny hands. Very tiny hands. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I was really excited so. for uh, My Adventures with Superman, which is like this animated Superman with like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen. That, that, right. I'm, sign me up for that one because that's what I, I want to see more of. I can say that I have read a bunch of that show uh, through my job and it rules. That's and cool. I can't wait to see it. Um, but it's going to be, it's a while from now, I think, because I don't. Your job is the, the, the chief Superman inspector. Yeah, I'm the chief <laughs> Superman inspector, of course. Um, Anyway, uh, so, yeah, Black Adam. so yeah, so Black Adam was interesting, uh, from the director of Jungle Cruise. Um, yes. and I, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. There's too many catchphrases. He kept calling him the man in black himself. And I'm like, I stop trying to make that happen. I don't call Black Adam the man in black. Like that's, that's weird. trying to catch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there was a lot of weirdness about it. I wish we had gotten to see a little bit more. I wanted to see more of the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Dr. honestly Faith. I wanted yeah, and I wanted to see more of Black Adam. We got barely anything of him. But uh yeah, I just I don't know. I'm curious what the plot of this movie is going to be. Uh cuz like we don't really know yet. But I don't know. Everything they said sounded good <laughs> except for all the catchphrases. What did there you guys seems- think? There seems Pierce to be Brosnan. like, oh, no, please. I was going to say Pierce Brosnan stole the show. Like as soon as yeah. he s- shows up holding the helmet, I was like, all right, we're d- that's Dr. Fate right there. Sign yeah, me up. Yeah. Could not be better casting. DC has a, a fantastic track record of who they cast for what superheroes mm-hmm. and villains to play. I, I'm really excited for it. Honestly, um, I came in, t- I started a little bit late, so I, uh, but like realized I was like, oh, snap, I got to backtrack. And then you made the comment about G4. I was really missing like a, a, a be able to rewind to go back to the trailer. Right as I started, I was like, I missed the blackout. Anyway, I saw it afterwards, but, it, but I'm excited. Um, Pierce Brosnan is always and will always be my James Bond. Um, but I will always love mm. to see him in uh, more stuff. Um, I just don't. I'm, I'm afraid that. Um, uh it's 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 there's there's too much um for it to be uh like enjoyable for me to 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 know about i, I want to know more about the dr fate character is really and, and i'm worried that uh that's not going to be as much there's not going to be that much well it's like it we saw like the sweeping his like the vistas and the settings it seems to be like a historical mm. epic mm-hmm. and like it seems like this guy, Black Adam, has like thousands of years of life history and plot. That it's like, yeah, like what is this? Story and then is there going even going to be like, yeah, you know, more? My other thing is that um, it's The Rock, right? Is it going to be hmm. The Rock being The Rock, and is The Rock ultimately going to envelop this persona of I am Black Adam? I am always going to be Black Adam, and he's going to be that like superhero. The way I see like John Cena now doing peacemaker stuff, he was going about in the in the costume and doing the whole shtick on the, on all the stuff and stuff. Um, <laughs> right? Is he going to be like doing one of those like what's in my exactly. bag GQ articles in the exactly. full Black I Adam mean, suit? I'm all for seeing more of it, but uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I'll... yeah. 
We got uh, Al- Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see. There was a, I saw like a behind the scenes photo of like the costume, not him wearing it, but the costume. Mm. And it looks so dope. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm really pumped about that. I've been a fan of his for a long time. So I'm excited to see him finally get in like a big role like this. The, uh, the young fellow from the, to all the boys I've loved before <laughs> yes. as, uh, what's his name? What's his superhero name? Adam uh, Smasher. Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher. Yeah. Adam yeah. Smasher. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a, I think that's one of the takeaways of this movie is that it's setting up this Justice Society of America. And yeah. will it continue to will they make more movies after that? Because I know there's always that thing of when do we get to see Black Adam and Shazam together on the same screen? I mean, it is the same universe, I even say Shazam in the trailer. Right. Um, but then it's like, OK, but the JSA, if you establish them in this movie. Are we going to see more JSA later on? Are they going to be part of it? Uh, you know, where, how do we introduce them in one movie and, and where do we go from there? So, yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting for sure. I think it depends on how much money it makes. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan said, oh, well, okay. sign that contract. Dr. Fate, here we go. <laughs> um, so next up was uh, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sign me up. I loved that first Aquaman oh, yeah. movie so goddamn much. And and I just, I can't wait to see more of that world and, and more through James Wan's vision of this world. I just think he absolutely nailed an Aquaman movie. I know that for a lot of people, they just can't accept how silly that world is. But that's, mm-hmm. I, you know. Look, if you can't get on board, if you can't, if you don't derive joy from seeing an octopus playing the drums, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I just like that's 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 just oh, that's so fun. And that that the the colors and everything. I mean, it's just it's it's a I think it's a beautiful film, uh, just and like the con- visually. Yeah. And the concept art in this preview was equally gorgeous and yes. just yeah. so exciting. It seems like a genuine like adventure movie, like the mummy or something. Yeah. 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 The scope looks very much similar to the first one. So that's good to see like that the sequel is going to be just as big of, of a movie as the first one. Cause um, my, yeah, my partner was like, Oh, I haven't seen that one. Is it any good? And I was like, it's a big movie. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of silly sometimes, but, the whole movie uh, is probably one of the best IMAX experiences I ever had in a theater because I, I saw that with Nate and a friend of ours opening night um, and seeing Aquaman in IMAX was a huge trip. It was like the the CGI, the battles, yeah. the action uh, just it was it was magnificent. One thing it's that they did say about this uh, yeah. in that little spotlight was that uh, it's going to have more color as well. Very excited about that. That first Aquaman movie is so colorful and that's one. One way that I like describing it to people that haven't seen it, it's like, oh, it's a, such a pretty, it's such a pretty movie. Um, so I'm excited for more, more yeah. color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new Black Mantis suit looks great. It does. Oh, yeah. It does. It looks yeah. really good. Uh, it, it's amazing how just altering the color of the helmet makes him look less like a Power Ranger villain. Mm-hmm. You know, just like having that. That like it's it's silver now instead of black mm-hmm. like the rest of his suit and it yeah. just looks so much better. Um, it's they also it's had really, that like really hand shark submarine um, that I saw. It was like I'm about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that concept art. That was cool. Yeah, yeah I like it looks. That. Uh, it looks. I'm it looks excited. so much fun. I can't wait. I think yeah. that's end of next year. I think is when that comes out. 
Um, so really looking forward to that. Uh, what was the next thing? Was it the flash? Was that the next movie? Yeah, it, it yeah. jumps all the way to um the Flash. It it was a while before we saw the next movie. Yeah. Um and it was the only other movie besides the big one that we saw yeah. um any clips about. It was really interesting that Ezra Miller introduced this thing and said it wasn't a trailer, but like it kind of totally was it a trailer. Was. I don't know. Yeah. He was like, yeah. yeah, we don't have enough for a teaser or a trailer, so we just have these kind of like out of context scenes and images that kind of look cool and set the mood and like yeah. <laughs> that's it a trailer really just described a trailer <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i mean this looks this looks good the new costume looks great i mean me being a massive flash fan uh i you know it's not i'm i'm not super into the fact that they're they're just like making him the sort of like multiverse guy rather than like making a flash movie they're like making a spider-verse movie essentially hey crisis happened let's yeah does it feel like a jump the shark thing yeah i don't know if it feels like a jump the shark thing well it seemed to me that like later in the show when when uh it seemed like when they were talking to jim lee and they bleeped a bunch of things that he said it made me think that like the artwork that he was showing off was meant to be setting up like a future crisis on infinite earths movie. And I'm wondering if this is like the first step in that. Whoa. Um, yeah. Like, cause polka dot man was on that thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It, 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 I, I almost wonder if that's where all of this is leading to. I just thought um, he was cursing a lot. <laughs> yeah. It did sound <laughs> like he was just cursing a lot. Um, yeah. but yeah, this, this, uh, it, it looks it's interesting because while it lo- a lot of it looks like a flash movie, a lot of it doesn't look like a flash movie. And so it just, it just was, feels like it's going to be a cool DC movie. And like, that's enough for me. I was going to say, I was really surprised how those opening scenes when he appears to be at Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. it looked straight out of Dawn of justice in a really cool way. Yeah. It did. I was getting Burton really feels from that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, obviously, but, uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, the score. I was really into the music that we heard. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll definitely be their biggest gamble since Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. There's a lot going for it, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it it's in that same category of like, is it too big to fail? Question mark kind uh-huh. of thing. Sure. So, right. I don't know. I'll be there well, supporting it. I mean, you know, and we got that. You know, the money shot of the trailer was we we saw the back of Michael Keaton's cowl after yeah. he narrated the trailer. Hell yeah. 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 Um, looks great. That was that was interesting. Something else. Another detail that I thought was interesting is that there's two Ezra yeah, Millers in that. Buff Barry. Right. Yeah. From like 1990s or something. Yeah. It was I like don't... three or something. Right. I, I couldn't I couldn't keep track. It, of was, it was it was Barry Barry and Supergirl. Yeah. Oh, that was the other one. OK. Yeah. And the other Barry is wearing a bat a latex Batman suit with like the flash oh, so spray painted. That's why you look like a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he looked like that. I, I have a theory that the flash that we're following in this is a, is not the flash from the Zack Snyder movie um, or the, or the other movie that isn't authored by anyone. Um, I, I, I think it, I think it's, I think the, the guy in the, the Batman cow, like Batman suit, I think that's that flash. And I think 
because like he probably like lost his other costume or something like that. And I mm-hmm. think it's going to be like an early flash. And then this other flash is like from sort of later in his own timeline or something. Um, that's my theory. That's my current working theory because he has like the longer hair, like mm-hmm. the flash from justice league and right. uh, that video footage from BVS. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> when know. he killed that man at that convenience store right when he just <laughs> slaughtered him just snapped his neck um, we tackled him yeah. yeah so uh yeah so really interesting um definitely excited to see more of that uh was shazam after this because i know yeah. we, got, we got the wonder woman thing where they basically just like announced that wonder woman 3 has been greenlit which is cool i'm you know looking forward to like what the plan for for Wonder Woman three is, but they didn't really tell us much other than right. that. Um, OG Wonder Woman is going to be in the movie, uh, but as uh, as Diana's like childhood hero, right? That? Was her name Asteria or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, returning as that character. That I guess that was my question. I don't know if Linda Carter's rep- reprising that role as as that uh, uh, mythical hero. Um, I do wonder, though, again, because of the Flash, we're setting up this multiverse thing. I wonder if the big reveal is that she's actually her Wonder Woman from a from a different mm, universe. Mm, wow, mm, that would be something. Oh, yeah. Jim Lee's got the secrets. He's like, yeah. Jim Lee's like, oh, you know, we'll we'll connect all of them. Somehow. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I'm wondering. But anyway, so moving on to hey, Shazam. Yeah, if, if that's how we set up Linda Carter's Wonder Woman meeting. Uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> I hey, sign me up. I'll let it happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen. We we missed out on on Superman, but we can get the other two to to meet on yeah, screen. That's wow. cool. Yeah, Dean Kane can stay home, so that's fine. Oh no, not that one. <laughs> Tyler Hoss, call it Tyler Hosland. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, Blue Beetle and and Batgirl was also mentioned. At yeah, least. we didn't get to see much, and the the um. Uh, the milestone movie that yeah. they announced. The yeah, the Static movie. Shock. Which, which, which oh yeah, and the Static Shock, right? But like, we got to see the artwork for the for the animated movie, um, which like I'm excited about because it sounds like at first I thought they were talking just about like one of those like direct to Blu-ray VOD DC mm-hmm. animated movies because we saw a few of those as well. But like, no, I think they're talking about like a fully like theatrical animated yeah. uh, milestone movie. That's really cool. So I'm I'm really pumped about that. I think I loved everything they were saying about Batgirl. I loved everything they were saying about Blue Beetle. The uh, the concept yeah. art for Batgirl was gorgeous. Yes, yeah. and Blue Beetle. The concept and... art for Blue Beetle, which also confirmed yeah, Ted Cord as a character in the movie, which I yes. was like so pumped about because that was like I'm so excited about everything with that Blue Beetle movie. But I think Blue Beetle is at his best when Ted mm-hmm. Cord is his mentor. Um, I just think it's like a really fun dynamic. And so I'm really excited that they're bringing that into the movie. Now we just got to hope for a booster <laughs> yeah. gold. Yeah, um, that'll be the scene. They, they had some big talks yeah, about the suit. So hopefully it'll live up to the. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah sure, it sure. did. It, it looked rad. really awesome. I mean, it yeah. just looks like what you would expect yeah. Blue Beetle. I mean, Reyes to look like. And with. With Christina Hudson writing Batgirl, she wrote Birds of Prey and um, she wrote something Bumblebee. else. Bumblebee. Yeah. Amazing Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I always end up talking about Transformers on these DC podcasts. But anyways, yes. <laughs> so I'm hoping Batgirl really establishes the Birds of Prey Gotham 
in the DCEU. Like we can we can bridge that because that's something I really want to see. I mean, I guess yeah. that'd be cool. Nah. Nah. Yeah. They got the right directors for it and the concept art looks Birds like, of Prey-ish. Yeah, very Birds of Prey-ish, just like at night. Um mm-hmm. you know, Birds <sighs> of Prey being like a mostly like during the day movie. Uh you got Renee Montoya. Yeah. Um, put the question in it, I guess. Yeah. It's the big egg sandwich oh scene. God, you can't yeah. you can't take it out of your mind. When you think of Birds of Prey, you think about the Gotham during the day and the egg sandwich. Bit. Yeah, totally. Right, her her running through that little market. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, so all of that looked cool. We didn't get to see a whole lot of it, but I loved everything that everybody was saying about that stuff. I'm really excited about hearing more from these HBO Max original movies. Mm-hmm. Um so Moving on to that, from that to Shazam Fury of the Gods, a title that I'm super not into because it just doesn't feel tonally. It does, yeah, it just doesn't feel tonally like akin to the first Shazam movie. And I hope that they're not like correcting the tone because I know this is a a darker, grittier Shazam. What do you mean by correcting? (laughs) I know, I know a lot of DC fans like really hate that movie because it's not. They're like, no, Shazam should be cracking next and like so punching. My, yeah, my, I don't know. My thing, my thing with that mindset is like they have that. They they right. showed in injustice. Like that whole franchise is just that. It's like Superman snapping necks and talking about moral philosophy. And so it's like, well, why do they I don't know. But it's yeah. it's like I guess I, that's not, not what my interest lies in this in this universe. Right. So I but I was like, oh cool. So that is a that, that exists. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of it dark, definitely, darker. it definitely does. I just, I hope that they're not bringing that into the new Shazam movie at all. They said that it's going to be like darker, but like, I hope they don't lose the heart because I mean, there's chimeras, there's dragons. Yeah, that's just like, yeah, there seems to be some sort of like Ray Harryhausen thing going on with some mm-hmm. of the some of the creatures. Um, Shazam is my favorite DC movie at this point, and so like, I just, I've got, I've got a lot of. Uh, feelings going into the sequel and so i'm just really hoping that they don't they don't mess with the tone too much because i didn't know we were that far away from it it's i mean i think it's mostly because of the pandemic but like it Mm -hmm. is frustrating that it's that far away because that means that we're even further away from a third film and so like all of these kids are just going to be grown-ass men (laughs) uh, by the time we get to the third movie I'm excited for. It. I, I think um, yes, I I do agree. Like it, it does look like the tone is changing and it is getting darker. But at, at the same time, I'm excited about how the scope is getting bigger. Like it's almost getting to the Aquaman scope of like mm-hmm. we're going to uh, Mount Olympus and all these other grand um, uh, mythological worlds that Shazam is is belongs to. But then it cuts back to the Shazam layer and they the kids have decorated it and everything so it looks like okay so maybe it's just the kids growing up themselves that they've that they've taken into consideration and be like yeah well you know billy and freddie aren't kids in middle school anymore they're like that's true probably seniors in high school soon and we have to like talk about what it's the young justice thing it's like these kids are going to be adults soon and they're superheroes so how do you know what's right and what's wrong right, and how do you right. stop yourself from abusing your power and right. that's when that's where <laughs> helen mirren comes in <laughs> and lucy lou 
and Lucy Liu. And the the first one has some horror elements as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it definitely yeah. did. Yeah. So there's yeah, your dark and gritty. Did. Um I'm mm-hmm. uh I'm 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 looking forward to it. Uh I just uh yeah, it'll be, it's, it'll uh, be interesting. So someone in this movie that is interesting to me is uh, uh Rachel Zegler is uh she she's about to be Maria in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Oh, okay. And um Snow White, I guess, in Disney's Snow White remake. Right. And so she seems like someone that could very quickly go from like zero to 60, like career wise. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that she appears to be playing like the girlfriend of like Billy's best friend, yeah. her brother. And Freddy. so Freddie. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, by the time this comes out in 2023, are we going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe Rachel Zegler is playing this like six like line love role. interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Um. All right. Oh, and Demon Hounds who's back. Oh right, yeah, that's true. I don't know how. Didn't he disintegrate? Maybe <laughs> he's a wizard, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be a flashback too. Maybe. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the final big thing of the event, uh, the Batman trailer, and the whole discussion about this movie. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, it really does look to me like a synthesis of every Batman movie that's come before and also heavily influenced by like comics and video games and everything. It just feels like a complete synthesis of everything Batman we've ever seen all in one movie um, and instantly feels like one of the most iconic takes on the character. Um, what, did it you, definitely what did you guys think? It seems like this, this this Battinson Robert Battinson is uh is, is... <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> you can leave now. Um, it definitely seems like it's going to run the gamut. Honestly, it does feel like a culmination of just all the best parts of the character and the different elements of you know different people telling the story and visually putting the things on the screen for us and just mashing it all together along with pseudo original ideas, just ideas from like a uh beginning batman or like young bruce wayne that we haven't really explored in batman or really just got snippets of but it seems like we're going Mm -hmm. to get a lot more of that and have the room to tell those younger you know i I hate calling them year one but they are they're year one-esque batman feels and stories um it seems like we're just going to have that room in this matt reeves batman universe to to tell that stuff and explore them more yeah this movie doesn't have to sell me. Yeah, like, I wasn't on board since the beginning. And it's, I think my, my, <laughs> my only criticism is that how much people love it and they, they watch it and they go, Oh my God, this looks amazing. And it's like, yeah, but it's, it, yeah. it's, of course it does. And, and then you look at um, what people say about Batman V Superman and what Matt, Matt Reeves was saying about this one is being like, it's not an origin story, but we do use his origin to, uh, explain what happens in this movie. And I was like, that's what the other movie did too. And no one liked it. And so it's kind of unfair. And then you hear Tom Welling uh, talk about Smallville, about how he barely, barely had any lines as Superman. And it's like, that's what the other movie did. And nobody was like, everyone was upset about that too. So when you see the Batman trailer do so well, and you see all these people loving it, and it's like, of course it's good. Why can't you see that with all the other ones? So it's like, whatever. I just get upset about right, fans. Like- we're just we're taking this character to like what what would the reality of this be? What if this really happened? It's like oh it would, wow, it's, it's gotta be pretty psychologically messed up. 
<laughs> you might, it might even hurt some people. Oh, yeah. Damn, damn, dude. Brilliant. I've never heard that before. Whoa, tell me more. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same. It's the, it's the same conversation every single time with only one, one exception being Batman and Robin. Every other time they've made a Batman movie, that's what they've always said, like in, you know, the setup to it. The promotional. Yeah, yeah the promotional mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it's it's uh, standouts for me watching this trailer is how in the year of us living with just that trailer, mm-hmm. the first DC fandom trailer, how they use something in the way by Nirvana from needle drop to like it's now bleeding through the entire trailer. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I'm like, that's really is like, is that a result of how popular that first trailer was? You know, yeah, um, know. and and then bleeding into the Michael Giacchino score, oh, yes, which sounds like again, like Scott's like really definitive and yeah. iconic. Yeah, no, um, I'm yeah. I'm so pumped about that. I am so pumped about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I when she was cast, I was like, I don't know, I can't really picture her in that vibe because she usually does like. I don't know. Most of the things that I've seen, she has like more of like a tomboy kind of vibe to her. Mm -hmm. And so I can't imagine her being like this sultry femme fatale like character. And then she like is on that roof with Batman. I'm like, holy shit, it's Catwoman. Oh, my God. That's amazing. uh, (laughs) The scene set at the dawn. Yeah. We're gorgeous. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that before. My one thought is that I'm I'm. um, Curious to see Andy Serkis do Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, we saw a couple shots of him. Dear he God, pretty good. God. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Alfred Pennyworth is just—I've been because I feel like I've just been talking and seeing the Jeremy Irons <laughs> Alfred, and it's like that's just burned into me. Or it's like this is great. I like it a lot. I like it mm-hmm. so much. It's I hard it. for anybody to do it again and do it with such vigor. Um, sure. If anybody can do that, I am confident Andy Serkis will blow it out of the water. Um, but it's still a a curious aspect of it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, just that shot of uh, of Selena Kyle like stepping out of the the, the limo at the funeral yeah. was like, wow, like that's Catwoman. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, for sure. I think I'm gonna have the most fun with Colin Farrell as penguin as oswald cobblepot right yeah we got some 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 of his uh some real good fat suit acting in this yeah new york accent i yeah i loved that he was just doing a new york accent and he's not like putting on that thing or the you know or 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 being british which you know i've heard a lot of versions of the penguin do Mm -hmm. um it's just it's a very different interpretation of the character that i'm like kind of really into yeah yeah. it looks like a lot of fun and, and like, uh, Zodiac Riddler, um, right? Yeah, which is a whole a whole thing. And I remember. Do you guys remember the rumors before uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises happened, where everyone there was like all those fan posters of like Leonardo DiCaprio is going to play the, the Riddler, and it, it was always yeah. like Zodiacy. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if Warner Brothers saw that movement and was just like. Maybe oh. we should do that one day. Like maybe we yeah. should go come back around to that. Wasn't it because they they didn't want to step on the toes of of you know what had just happened with Heath Ledger that they were like we don't really want to do a Joker two like like a newspaper wanted, clipping yeah. bad guy like yeah. they wanted to just be like okay let's do Bane because Bane is like the total opposite right of of Heath Ledger's Joker and we can just do that and we can close off the trilogy and we don't have to do the whole Riddler thing. 
Um, so maybe they maybe thought about it and then they're like, let's not do that right now. And so yeah. now they're like, well, we've always thought, you know, of having Riddler be such a great, um, uh, like complex character for uh, a superhero. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm on board with it. I'm I'm waiting to see what that movie does with the character because I, if they do it correctly, then the whole movie will just be you being like, okay, let me try to put the pieces together as the movie's going on, and then mm-hmm. it creates that rewatchability when you watch it again that it doesn't feel like you know what the answer is already, but it's you being like, oh yeah, and so this is when he, you know, did X, Y, and Z, and it's the same thing when when I rewatched Dawn of justice, the ultimate edition and it's you going, Oh, Lex Luthor did this, this and that. And this is why Superman and Batman are set up for this kind of climax. So Mm -hmm. um, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, That last shot of just like the Batman stepping through the fire. Yeah. It did look cool. Hell yeah. The upside (laughs) down shot. I'm excited to see what all we can get from this new Batmobile. Um, Mainly toys, mainly toys. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Uh, so, final thoughts on DC fandom? It was guys? a lot smoother than last year. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was better that it didn't. You know, it, it at least it felt to me didn't feel like it took the entirety of my day. Um, and it was just a quick right. live stream. Here's the trailer after trailer. Here's discussion. Here's discussion and and board after board. It was cool. A lot of good yeah. information. Um, I don't know. Keep doing it. I'm all for it. I'm I'm here. I'm watching them. Yeah. I I felt like it took a lot out of my day. I'm going to be honest. Like, towards the end of it, I was like, you know what? It could have been shorter. If you didn't have anything to say about this show, then don't show anything, right? Yeah. If, let's show the things that we do have something to show about. Unless unless you're announcing something. Right. Whereas like Wonder Woman 3, like that's a thing. Cool. That's a cool announcement to make. Um, I don't need to see Cam Newton <laughs> selling me something or, yeah. you know, like there's a or, lot. Or that announcing, it, it, a, announcing a collaboration yeah. with Puma. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but the, as far as the, the the, I was worried that there wasn't going to be enough of actual comic book talk on the fandom. And I'm glad that they did do it with with Milestone and, and Jonathan Kent and mm-hmm. the Webtoon you know, stuff. Yeah. And, and announcing things like, yeah, like the Webtoons and uh, Robins is now available to to go read right now. It's like all this other cool stuff. It's just like anything that like came out today or you have something to show, let's just get to that. And let's make it uh, shorter. Let's probably, you know, maybe do like two hours and not four. Yeah, um, sure. And, and just make it a little bit tighter. Yeah, get rid of the hosts. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the hosts. Do what oh, Nintendo yeah, and honestly. all the other video game ones do, where they just, yeah. just pump out the trailers one after the other. And then have yeah. the after shows. Go that way. If you want to stick around for the panels or whatever and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for being a Patreon supporter. If you're listening to this and you're not subscribed to the Dueling Genre Patreon, because we are putting this in a few of the other feeds, um, become a Patreon supporter, duelinggenre.com slash support. We do this thing, kind of thing all the time, and we do news like this every week. Nick hosts Dueling Genre tonight every single week, talking about yeah. the week's entertainment news. And uh, it's it's like this every week with a new panel of people uh, talking about the week's uh, entertainment news. So become a Patreon supporter and get that. Uh, and it's it's three bonus podcasts every week minimum. Uh, sometimes it's more. So 
it's well worth your money and your time, I think. Yeah, so, the best yeah. deal in podcasting. Yeah. DuelingGenre.com slash support. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you all soon. Bye. Bye. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Yeah.